0: Five, four, three, two, one. What up? What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the show. If you're new here, my name is Trey. And I'm Q. And this is How Do You Love Me? We have a good one set up today, y'all. So go ahead, get your coffee, get your popcorn, whatever you got, and sit back and let's get this thing rolling. Q. How full is your cup right now?
1: I'm so glad you asked, Trey.
0: Tell me. Let me know.
1: For those of you who are listening, (laughs) maybe you can hear that I'm experiencing some allergies or sinus issues. Y'all,
0: if she, if y'all hear her sniffling, it's because she's sniffing crack coke. No, no. And I didn't even bring
1: the thing in here, but I found out that they have like this little vapor inhaler. And I just did that right before the podcast. And I told Trey, I was like, mm. I don't know how these <laughs> people be doing this because my eyes was watering and everything. Hey, you
0: know, what's funny. I just realized it. Yeah, that's how you know we don't do drugs over here. I said sniffing crack cocaine <laughs> ain't crack the one that you smoke. I don't know. I think it's the way you smoke. My I bad, y'all. My bad. Anyway, I don't know. But anyways,
1: <laughs> so if you hear anything in my voice, that's what it is. I did go get a COVID test and it came back negative. You know, we just got to be on the safe side here. But my cup, I would probably say it's about 80 percent full because I slept Friday. And Saturday, and today I'm up doing my, you know, house duties and whatnot. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm on about 80. How about you, Trey?
0: That's good stuff right there. Well, uh, pretty good week. A little, little stressful. How? Uh, I got some work that's due.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up. You was off Thursday and Friday.
0: Yeah, and I was doing work <laughs> both those days Now, as I can well. attest
1: to Friday, but Thursday, I don't know what you was doing because I wasn't here.
0: Hmm. Yeah, work.
1: Okay, sorry. So, how full is your cup? Yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, my cup is full. I was just, you know, intensifying what I was about to say. I'm at about ninety two point six because it's a little stressed. You know, down to the wire on some stuff. Got to get it turned in. What? What's the? Do it. We're doing uh, like school? Si- yeah, school, uh, work, science, and then something for communications.
1: Oh, tell us some stuff that you've learned. You're learning in science. I
0: ain't learning nothing. Yes, okay. you are. I saw uh, the notes
1: on your desk. Uh, Something about covalent bonds. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Rehashing up on covalent bonds, atom neutrons and protons. protons. Yeah. All that stuff. Y'all already know. It's just stuff that you forget about that you got to learn for a test. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's where we are.
1: Yeah. You'll be fine. You're going to ace this test. For sure. It's just always pressure when you're on a deadline. Yeah, and so I normally that's
0: when I thrive. Um, like yeah. you know, come through clutch.
1: Yeah. Oh, because actually, while while we were gone on our little break or whatever, I took an exam mm-hmm.
0: that you did that you did. I was
1: procrastinating on studying and doing and taking and whatever, and I passed it. That's facts. So, for whatever reason, I always feel like I do a better job when I'm like when the pressure is on. So I'm pretty sure you'll do a great job too. You Cuz you've been studying. Yeah, no, I don't crumble, but Good. you know, then again, I do have God on my side.
0: Hey man, preach tab.
1: Yeah. So, let's go ahead and get into the intro and then we can start talking about what we're going to talk about today.
0: Yep. If you've been watching for a while Listening for a while That was it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Updated Updated on the intro song Yeah and I had so, to
1: shorten it Cause I was like It's a little long You know just mm-hmm, Cut it down a little mm-hmm. bit So So one of our big news That we saw Was that Netflix Is cracking down On password sharing
0: Yeah you y'all
1: know That we share passwords Of course I ain't um, saying us I'm just saying People in general Somebody's share, paying Yeah somebody's And
0: somebody's Jack in the code. That's
1: right. So Netflix has said <laughs> in order to continue, like, so if you don't live with the owner, they're basically sending a pop-up message to see who's watching. And they're basically saying, if you don't live with the owner of this account, you need your own account mm. to keep watching. Mm. And in order to continue, you need to verify with an email or text code or create an account with a 30 day free trial. So basically, you know, if you don't get this myth, this code within, you know, however long they give it to you, they're probably gonna like log you out. Yeah. So they're just basically trying to crack down on it to make sure
0: trying to get some more money. You know, yeah. if I can get another fourteen ninety nine out of how many people you think is siphoning uh passwords I'm and co- pretty sure probably you about three hundred and seventy five thousand people. Oh times
1: <laughs> I thought you meant like how many households.
0: No, I'm talking about how many households are jacking the, the password system. and login yeah. from their friends or family. And that was being real modest there. I bet it's a, it's probably a million. And then you times me. that by another 15 bucks a month. And that's a lot of money that they're quote unquote losing. So of course, somebody's trying to do something about it, but ultimately it probably is not going to work. I mean, you know, it could, but it's probably going to bring some people to go ahead and purchase it. But a lot of people are going as soon as that message pop up, send that send me that code yeah yeah that's <laughs> to the gonna happen. Person, and know? then
1: um, the article that I found said some users reported that they simply pressed verify later, and then like the the warning didn't come back up again. Mm. So they like
0: A little hacky hack. <laughs> Who
1: gonna stop me?
0: Basically. <laughs>
1: So, <laughs> sorry, Netflix. That's but, cold. I mean, I ain't mad at them because, you know, when you got something that's working and well, it's yeah. profitable and you're doing a good job,
0: you, you know, somebody's always
1: going to try to hack the system and make sure, you know, we all get some. It ain't fun unless we all get some. But that I is, can see it that, it. they, you know, Netflix won't stay money, okay? Yeah. We providing all this great content. Give me the
0: loot. Yes. Give but me, that's, give I mean, me. probably so that they can pay for some more, you know, shows and like those Netflix, Netflix, Netflix originals.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, that's coming out of their pocket for production and all that stuff. You think so?
1: so? I really don't know how all yeah. that stuff works.
0: Yeah. Anytime you see Netflix original, that means that's coming out of their house, like their um, workhouse.
1: I just thought they owned it. You know, they just want to put their name on it and say, we found these people and we told them that this show would be amazing. So it's a Netflix original. No, nah,
0: they found those people and they made that show, produced it, and it's a Netflix original. But then of course they buy all the other stuff
1: I ain't mad at them yeah cost um, money well in other news y'all'm I don't know if y'all saw this a sports announcer used oh racial slurs and he blamed it on a spike in blood sugar
0: are we gonna show this video or no yes oh, okay okay because this see is if I ridiculous. Can find it I mean you you got put up it. Right back here live after the it
1: national anthem. Was just before tip-off in the high school girls basketball tournament near Tulsa, Oklahoma. But when members of the Norman High School team began to kneel, the announcers sounded off, using racist and explicit language, not realizing they were speaking into hot mics. <laughs>
0: were not part of the school district contracted by an outside
1: group which today announced an investigation norman school superintendent dr
0: nick millerino met with the players today
1: yeah so whoa basically he was he was on one yeah so y'all be able to see the clip as we play it but basically they said they're kneeling heck no mm-hmm. and they called them they called them the n-word well, it I'm ER? assuming because I can't hear because they bleeped it, yeah. but they blamed the announcers blamed the use of those slurs or that slur on their blood sugar.
0: Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Was that the best you could come up it,
1: it, at the time? Yes,
0: because they probably hit him <laughs> up quick. He, you know, what I, I didn't even think about that. He probably they said that, and then right after the game, somebody came up to him. What is going on with?
1: Well, yeah, that's probably, that is probably that is what it said, because it said he said, I will state that I suffer from type one diabetes. And during the game, my sugar was spiking. And he said, while not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not approf- appropriate, as well as hurtful. I do not believe that I would have made such a horrible statement absent my sugar spiking.
0: Now, when your sugar spikes, what what do people normally do? Like, do they is that the one where they eat something, or that's when it's low?
1: That's when it's low. Oh, when sugar, I mean, I, I think it depends on how high it is because I think if if your blood sugar is too high, you could the same probably Going the same thing that coma? happened. Yeah, it's probably yeah. the same thing that could happen both ways. Too high, too low. Well, but he, I've never heard on any of the diabetes commercials of anybody saying. Side effects may include racial slurs. Dude, that was
0: trash. Okay. Just like anything else, whether it's, you know, whether it's cursing or saying like wild stuff like he did, it can't come out of you if it's not already inside of you. Mm -hmm. Like, period.
1: Right. 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 Like,
0: if you're practicing, if you're practicing it or always listening to this stuff, like, that has certain words or certain things then it, it probably will come up. But if you're not, how can it come up if it's not inside? So I'm sorry, but even on your worst day. With high blood sugar, it, those words wouldn't come up if mm-hmm. you weren't already using Right,
1: them. And then the thing that made it even worse is he didn't think the mics were on. Like, exactly. Like, you shouldn't be saying that anyway.
0: Period. But, but
1: I did look <laughs> up the, the symptoms of high blood sugar. And it, it says increased thirst, frequent urination, fatigue, mm. nausea and vomiting, shortness of breath, stomach pain, fruity breath odor, and a very dry mouth. Now, in none of that does it say mm. increased r- racial slurs.
0: <laughs> or not even close. Or it didn't even say anything about, like, disoriented speech. Yeah. Or You know what no. I mean? Some... Uh, crazy stuff like that it didn't even say that i i don't know all i know is yeah his his company probably should be down for that because i think they they were
1: they cut ties with them
0: yeah because it was
1: a third party yeah
0: um, yeah like you're done buddy
1: well in other news (laughs) you're done In other news y'all Basically dictionary.com is about to add some new words And I know a lot of people have been talking about these two words They're like really? These? All right. so the first word is finna And the next word is child I can't even say that word right without like slowing it down Child, child
0: Boy I like that Please, like
1: child please uh, Yeah basically And the uh, title of this article said dictionary.com's finna look different
0: <clears throat> because they added those two words, it's funny.
1: And I'm like, of all the words, why would you put finna? I would probably put fix into, or you know, something like. That. <laughs> I don't. Well, do I say finna? I'm finna.
0: Probably not. But
1: I'm about. There's a to. lot of
0: people that. Yeah, yeah. I would
1: say I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to go to the store.
0: But that's that'll be one of those ones where they put the little hyphen and then b o u t, right, or something like that. I'm about to.
1: I don't know. We'll see.
0: But I don't it, know that. I mean. Look, this is nothing new. We know where it came from, black people. Yeah.
1: Well, see, let me tell you what the <laughs> definition says. It says it, finna, a phonetic spelling representing the African-American vernacular English variant of fixing to t- a phrase commonly used in southern United States dialects to mark the immediate future while indicating preparation or planning already in progress. And to use it in a sentence. Oh, no, she's going break his heart.
0: That's funny. That is funny.
1: See, I don't use finna. I say bow to.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs>
1: Cause, uh, that ain't when, in there yet, When I was so in college, I learned about, well, we didn't call it out, but A-A-V-E, I learned about that. And apparently we, like black people and people who use like slang or whatever, we we use the verb be. Like different variants of the word be. Bow to. What you finna do. Or you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what y'all gonna be doing? Kind of yeah. stuff like that. So, like different variants of B. Mm. So, anyways, that that was pretty interesting. But and didn't cross my mind to be added. I'd probably add fixing to. What well, I say? Or about to. What y'all about to be doing?
0: Well, that ain't enough people to use that.
1: That's true. But it's coming up. And I know when I say people, I
0: mean others. Well, it's enough black people to use it, but it has to be big in the other yeah. community. So, obviously, enough other people. I've been saying thinner. Yeah. And somebody was like, look, I gotta make sure my scrabble points count
1: for <laughs> that's this. That's true. That's true. I didn't and it's spelled F-I-N-N-A. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I would whatever.
0: Yeah, that's um, how I would have spelled it.
1: The other word is child, and it's a phonetic spelling of child representing dialectual speech of the southern United States or African American vernacular English. And used in a sentence, Ooh, child, you don't want to test me. That sounds child. See, first of all, did nobody black write this?
0: No, they, but
1: like I need to go to the Urban Dictionary because that's they
0: a, tried. That's a okay. terrible
1: way to woo
0: child. Mm-mm. Child, please. Yeah, that's a that that's how people. That was terrible. They know.
1: just put a bad taste in my mouth the way they use that. Anyway, it, Anyways, it was uh, So those were two words that were added to the dictionary, Um, dictionary.com. All right. So we have been gone for a little bit, but I wanted to share openly some thoughts that or some conversations that we have kind of had while we've been on break. So first conversation I saw it was sparked by something I saw on social media. And basically people have been kind of giving a little bit of pushback to people who tell you like in your 30s, you need to be at a certain place. You know what I mean? Like people say, like, by the time I'm 30, I should be married or I should have kids or I should already have my degree and I should be settled Mm -hmm. or I should have a home. And it was that that uh, conversation about buying a home that kind of got people a little upset or not upset, but, you know, kind of having to defend themselves because people were saying like that's a capitalist way of viewing you know your life And I hate that people are trying to tell you That you need to go buy a home In order to you know be successful Or whatever and so it got me thinking
0: I feel like and this stuff comes up every year
1: Does it? This is my first time I'm hearing this. Oh, okay. this This one mm-hmm. like I it about the kids And the husband Or you know getting married and stuff But I've never heard about like buying a house mm-hmm. And it's probably because I'm following some different people Than I've been following before And so this one girl that I follow She was just saying that like well, actually, let me just ask you this first: What's your opinion on renting versus buying?
0: Probably should have said what she says. Oh, you first. want me to say okay? Yeah.
1: Well, she, okay. So she says that basically she's she's really she's against buying a house just because not because of the whole capitalism thing or whatever, just because she likes to be able to move around and you know, like I guess just likes the the option to be flexible and make changes. And so if, you know, a house doesn't have the upgrades that she needs, she can just move on to another Mm -hmm, place. mm -hmm. If maybe she wants to live in another location, she can move to another place. What if her job transfers her somewhere? She can move to another place. Rent goes up, you know, just the, the option to be able to get up and go appeals to her more than being stuck. She also mentioned that she has actually tried to purchase a home, You know, so it's not like she can't do it. She did go through the process and before she closed on a home, she just thought this ain't what I want to do. Yeah. So, but it got me thinking because it was like, what do I actually feel?
0: Yeah. I mean, and that you want me to bring to me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and that's really ultimately what, what it boils down to not enough people are thinking about what they actually want or what they actually would like to see in their own lives. They're going off of what society social norms of the past all these things that they are looking at and then they're just following suit instead of hey do I really want a house Mm -hmm. and it sounds like that she actually sat down and took the time to see is this something I actually really want personally you know the the spots that I'm a fly on the wall in now I have people that say you know you you buy where you rent and you rent where you stay. Mm-hmm. And to me. Wait,
1: okay, so break that down. Yeah. Even though you done told me this. All right, break that down. Yeah. By where you rent. Yeah. It
0: it, like, it really changed my mindset. I'm like, oh, now I see. Like, if you are wanting to be, like, like she said, like when you actually look at the numbers, more people are, um not staying in a home as long as they used to. Like mm-hmm. where they used to your granny and stuff used to stay in a house for 40, you know, 40 years or whatever, and then they died and then pass it on to whoever. That's not happening nowadays. Nowadays people on average are standing in a house like seven years. Seven years you know, put this money in here and now you're ready to go because the amenities are whatever or you want to stay in a new place or you got a new job across the country, whatever. What, they're, what that saying means is you buy where you rent. It's like buy a rent house and or a rent duplex, triplex, quadplex, whatever. And you have people that live there. You're purchasing that, which is bringing in income. Okay. And then that income or not, your own income, whatever, will afford you to rent wherever you really want to stay. So if I want to is- move in two years six months, five years. It doesn't matter because I'm not tied down to a single home. And I have other properties that are bringing in money that I am purchasing for long-term, you know, income. But I'm not tied down specifically if I want to move to this side of the town because it's popping. Okay. And then, in two years, the other side of town is popping, and now where I'm standing is the dumpster. But because I signed <laughs> a 30 year contract, I can't go nowhere.
1: Yeah. Okay. And they
0: tearing up my stuff. That makes sense. So and yeah, so when I saw that, I was just like, you know, that makes a lot of sense right there. And and plus the numbers ain't lying. Like and we know, like you hear people as soon they in the house and they're when they're telling you, showing you around, like yeah, well when we go to the next place, I'm gonna probably want. And in your head, you know, you letting it slide. But in your head, you're like, "Wait, ain't this supposed to be forever?" Right.
1: Yep, y'all just got here. But
0: but you understand where times are, and you realize that people aren't wanting to stay in the same spot for 40 years now. Well, so yeah. now
1: that you have explained mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that whole system, because that's what that I feel like that's what that explanation was. Would you prefer to? Are, are you talking about you would you want to buy a place to rent it out and then you want to rent the place where we live? Or are you so? OK,
0: personally, yes, I would love to do it that way. I just I think that there are there's ways that you can have things that you really want. Like because I think a lot of times people will just jump into something because they just want to be in that right. thing. So like, hey, this house is for sale. I kind of like it. But because I really want to be in the house, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Right. And then you're really not satisfied. Whereas if you take a route where, okay, you're telling me I can use this first time homebuyers grant or whatever it is and purchase a quadplex, which is four homes. And I can have people stay in all four and then or three, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I can use the income that is coming in from those four and purchase what I really want you know, in this area of town that I really want to be in, have all the amenities that I actually want for real, for real, and not just settling for something, what is that going to cost you? A year, two years, Mm -hmm. three years, and then you can have exactly what you specifically want or, you know, you can settle. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me for someone to be able to do that.
1: Well, me personally, I I mean, I I had never thought about the, the whole renting versus buying. Well, I, ha- I have, but not in the way that I was thinking about it now that she had kind of brought up her point of view. But ever since we've gotten married, we've kind of moved every two years. Mm-hmm. And it was by my choice. It, it had nothing to do with Trey. Trey's never like, all right, this place, I'm, I'm tired of it. It's me. Um, e- Like the first place we lived in, man, that was the place. It was third floor apartment. It was out Considered out of town to most of our family, but it was like the perfect, it was like so cheap in rent. It was oh a two God. bed, two bath, cover parking. The only thing was- Water bill,
0: $15. Yeah,
1: water bill is $15. <laughs> the only thing was, it was far from where you Trey working. worked and I had just got a new job. And so it was, it was too far for me to yeah, want to so drive because, care. because I drove overnight. I, I mean, I drove overnight. I worked overnight. And so me like getting off work in the morning is so much harder to drive home. Mm-hmm. And so I would be like trying not to fall asleep mm-hmm. on the way home. And so I was like, I need to move closer. So we moved to another place, got in that place. And I don't remember why, but we moved from there. Then we moved to another place because we were downsized. Because I was like, when we leave here, we're going to get to the house.
0: Oh, is that what you were thinking?
1: Yeah, you remember that?
0: Nah, but I probably could have told you, nah. (laughs) Well, see, that was it.
1: We, we, (laughs) We lived in a nice place. Man, this had the best closet for us. The best closet for us. It was like perfect. But we left there so we could downsize so we could start. Well, that was my thought process. So oh. we could start saving for a home. And when I say we downsized, I mean we downsized. And it was it was, a, it was tough. It was, yeah, it was a tight fit. <laughs> and then from there, we moved here. Mm-hmm. And we're in like a duplex kind of situation. And so we got a front yard, backyard, cover parking or whatever. But now that like, we've been here like three years now, or actually this year will be four years. Mm. This year will be four years. And I'm starting to get that itch again, but I also hate moving. Yeah. And so I've been I've been looking on like Zillow.com and looking at different houses and stuff. And then so so I said all that to say, I do appreciate being able to pick up and go. You know what I mean? Like if I if like tomorrow, if I decided I was sick of this place and I was ready to go, I could tell the landlord, hey. Next month,
0: next month, we will not be it because of the contract that we signed and all of this thing. Like, yeah. you could literally be gone next month gone. and there's no, like, recourse. Yeah. Versus, and that's why, I mean, and you probably, I don't know, I, I never, because I knew what she really wanted, but I, I don't know if you ever gotten the hint. I've been kind of against home buying for a while.
1: No, I never knew that.
0: Uh, I done hinted towards it a lot, y'all, because, like and this is no, nothing on anybody who has a house or bought a house. It's just personally, when you just look at numbers and, and look at it back, you're just like, this makes a lot more sense. Like when you, when you buy a house, right? Like now they say that this is an investment, right? That's what, that's mm-hmm. what you hear. Like yes. this is an investment. Right. But when you look at, The definition of an investment and like, okay, I'm supposed, an investment puts money in my pocket, Mm -hmm. right? Right. An asset, money in my pocket, liability. Yeah. Taking money out. Okay. Every month is taking that one, how that is taking money out of your pocket and really you don't own it until when, when do you own that home?
1: Like until you 80 and then at that point, you might not even be able to keep it because your maybe your income is gone.
0: Yeah, or simplify it or, yep. when you finish paying it off. Yeah. Outside of that, ask the bank who owns the house for yeah. real. If like, you miss too many payments, they're going to come and pick it up.
1: Yeah. So and really, nothing, you don't even
0: own it. So they're nothing, selling this. Huh?
1: Property taxes. Yeah,
0: but, but that's not that much, though. But like I'm property taxes, why like, why not to pay taxes
1: on something I own?
0: Because you don't own it.
1: But even after I pay it
0: off, you, now you paying taxes on the land. See,
1: and that's ghetto right who, there. Who owns the land? That's ghetto. Oh, it's,
0: it's that's that's real. So, but I what like I'm saying that, is, like that whole process, they sell you this dream on owning a home, but you ain't owning it until you yeah. actually pay for it all out, and they sell it only being an asset. Asset is taking money out of your pocket every month. Versus, if I bought four homes at once, after month one it becomes. Is put money in right. my pocket. So that literally is a real asset. Right. But anyway.
1: um, Well, okay. So back to my perspective on the renting versus buying. Mm-hmm. So I'm more, I guess now that I've thought about it, I'm more pro-renting just because like there's stuff at this place that if it breaks down, we don't have to cover the cost this for is facts. it this is unless facts. we break it. Like the week after we moved in here.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was crazy.
1: <laughs> it was it was <laughs> crazy. So we got the cable people to come out and they had to, they were doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And apparently, yeah, they were on the roof and left one of the wires hanging down and it got caught up in the AC unit and mm-hmm. it jacked it up. Well, we didn't know. I mean, I came home one day. The air wasn't working. Called the lady up. I mean, the landlord up and told her and she called the people out. Well, anyway, she tried to say we were at fault. At first. She said we were at fault because that was a brand new unit. Yeah. And basically because we called them out here, it was going to be on us. And so
0: I told her what happened.
1: No, I called and told I called and filed a complaint with the cable people like, hey, your yeah. folks came. out yeah. But anyways, I said all that to say they ended up covering it. Mm-hmm. But since then, we've had her come out and fix some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's been to, like no cost for us. Like when we leave here, if something's broken, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It might come out of our deposit, but that's. But ultimately, it's not up to us to fix it. Right. And, and we ain't going around tearing stuff up. No. Let me just say that. But I'm just saying, like when stuff breaks around here, like our mailbox fell or broke or whatever, she had somebody to come out here and fix it. It didn't come out of our pocket.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I just feel like those are benefits, especially when you're broke.
0: Facts.
1: <laughs> okay. Facts. We don't have the money to be dishing out money.
0: Five thousand dollars for a new AC unit. Yeah. Boom. And then,
1: I don't even know no how way. much a mailbox costs.
0: I mean, you can get them for the, for, it's, you could, but if you ain't got no money, I almost, I mean, I almost was going to buy one. I remember, but, but she then told she, us, yeah, she said you in can't this have neighborhood,
1: it. you got to have yeah. a such and so and fun. so kind, you know, and yeah. don't even get me started on HOAs,
0: which I mean, when, when people actually look <laughs> into HOAs and see what they really are, you're like, I should have been a developer Damn. instead of, that's just free money for them, y'all. 200 a month, 500 a month, however much your HOA fees are, that's just going straight to the people who developed that area.
1: Mm. Well, anyway, so that's my perspective on renting versus buying or our perspective on renting versus buying. All right, so the next thing that has kind of been coming up since we just had spring break was, like, mm-hmm. how much I feel like I need a vacation. Like, I don't, I don't care that I've had spring break. We had snowmageddon. We had Christmas break. We had Thanksgiving break. I'm ready for like a legit break. And I want to go on a vacation somewhere this year. <laughs> Why are you blinking like that?
0: I'm just, I'm watching you.
1: Oh, okay. Tell your I thought that was like sarcasm in your eyes. Like nah. whatever you about to say about to be sarcastic.
0: I mean, <laughs> no, but look, you can always feel like that. I feel yeah. Like, what, that I need a
1: vacation? Yeah. I do. I feel like I, I just want to go somewhere and experience something. And then
0: when she comes back, I need a vacation. <laughs>
1: yeah. And maybe I feel like I always need a vacation. It's no
0: problem. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just,
1: I feel like like right now, and it could just be this year, this year and last year, like my first year teaching, I just feel like, like I'm always super stressed and overwhelmed just because... It, I don't know what I'm doing until I get ready to do it. And I don't like that kind of stuff. And so I just feel like, you know, I need something to help relieve that stress. And I feel like a vacation would really help that out. So, yeah, I'm just hoping. Well, I know that we have planned to go to a I'm couple like, places. Going
0: with
1: this? Oh, I'm just talking about how I want a vacation.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> you don't want a vacation?
0: I mean, I didn't say that.
1: Oh, yeah. Anyways, I'm just trying to express that I want a vacation.
0: To the people?
1: Yeah, just got to let y'all know. So I'm hoping to be on somebody's beach. Summer 2021. Yeah, we're supposed to be going. I'm like,
0: I don't know if she's saying she wants a, like, again, I feel like she would want one right after, but we're I'm already put, going to some places, so I just didn't know.
1: I'm just m- making and stating my claim for summer of 2021. I will be off June, July, and a little bit of August, and so I'm just letting y'all know.
0: Gotcha. She's just letting y'all know. Just
1: letting y'all know. Apparently, I'm letting you know, too.
0: I don't know why. That's why. I mean, I was hoping <laughs> that you were talking to everybody else because I'm like, we're already going somewhere. I'm
1: just saying. Well, no, because when I when I wrote this in our document, I was really, because, okay, so spring break was not too long ago. And while I was here, I was like, man, this I really wish I had somewhere to go. But I was really feeling like I was back in quarantine again for some reason. Like, I couldn't get out of the house. I mean, not that I couldn't, but I couldn't go, like, you know. There wasn't a beach nearby that I could go to. hmm You know. Yeah. So, I feel like I was in quarantine again. Yeah. But then we did. We did. We got up, and we got out, and we went some places. And so, that was fun. Big facts. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Well, I
0: thought,
1: we go. <laughs> go ahead and <laughs> pay some bills. we we'll,
0: we'll go pay some bills. Actually, keep going on your little vacation stand while I pull it up.
1: Please. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, beef, y'all really want to hear about this? Before we went out for spring break, I started a little diet. I know, I mean, in our last episode, I was telling y'all about that. Man, I do such a good job whenever I'm working. On my diet, like, because when I'm at school, I have a set schedule in the morning. I eat my breakfast, you know, during my planning, I eat my snack during lunch. I eat my next snack. And then when I get home, I can eat, you know, whatever I have planned for dinner that night. But on spring break. Now, nah, it was like cookie here, pancake here, you know, taco. <laughs>
0: And speaking of speaking of pancakes and tacos, sometimes when you don't know how to make that stuff, you learn by reading the book. Mm-hmm. Audible. Audible can help you learn how to make food. Not only that, you can learn how to help you learn about different things that you don't know, books that you've never read. You can do that with Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books ranging from bestsellers all the way to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Every month, as a member of Audible, you'll get one credit to pick any of those titles that you want, and they're also going to give you two Audible Originals changing every month for free. All right? All you have to do is... Actually, before we get to that, Audible helps people get more stories and information through the gift of found time, meaning like if you don't have a lot of time, but you know you haven't read a book in six years, Audible allows you to be able to do that by putting it in your ear and somebody else reading it to you. I mean, it doesn't get any easier than that. All you have to do is go to hdylmbook.com because they hooked me and Q up. Mm-hmm. They're going to give y'all a free book. And if you don't like them and how they do everything, you don't have to keep the service, but they're going to let you keep the book just for trying them out. Go to H-D-Y-L-M dot com. All right. Let's get back to the show.
1: All right. So we have some questions from our inner circle. The first one says, are you cool with your spouse going out of town without you? Trey. Trey. Are you cool with your spouse going out of town without you?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's no problem. I think it should be no problem if, I mean, unless you have some reason for her not to or him not to, it should probably be a reason that they're having to go maybe by themselves or whatever. But yeah, I don't think that's a problem. Why would it be?
1: I don't know. But well, I guess... I don't know. I guess we need some more context. But for me, I don't have a problem with you going out of town without me, but I have like real FOMO, like fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. And so if you go at like the one time you went to Las Vegas, I was like, man, I wish I was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they doing. Dang. I, I wish I could go there. That, that kind of thing. But I don't have an issue with you going. Cause I feel like you're going to be doing something. You're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. It's more of like FOMO. Yeah. So,
0: I don't know. Which I could, I mean, I very, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody would have that. I mean, yeah. like, golly, sure would be nice, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that, y'all. Yeah,
1: I don't have a problem with it either. I mean, matter of fact, I mean, on spring break I was going out of town without you. Yeah. Now I didn't spend the night. It right. was just like a day trip, you know, go come back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't yeah, have a no problem, problem as long as. You know, like whatever you've done in the past, as long as I don't have any problem with you in the past and you're not showing me any kind of infidelity and, you know, you just wilding out and spending money.
0: Yeah.
1: Crazy. (laughs) Even though that's me, that's not you. Spending (laughs) money like, you know, we just got stimulated Uh or something, (laughs) then it wouldn't be a problem. The next question says, hey, so I heard a question on this podcast and I'm curious of what y'all's responses would be. This lady was with a man since high school. They broke up and was apart for a few years. Anyways, they rekindled and he proposed to her. They now live together, and he wants to just do a quick courthouse marriage first. She is in a stable job and he has small jobs while getting ready to start school. She found out that he is over fifty, or oh, excuse me, five hundred thousand dollars in debt difference. to the government. Bad business decisions, illegal stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> she wants to know what to do. She's scared that getting married to him might make her responsible for his debt, and she's currently debt-free. He wants to get married right away, and she loves him and thinks he's the one for her. What should she do? Or better yet, what would you do?
0: Mm, go ahead and start that. What? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I can. It, look. Look. You ultimately, it comes down to what we just talked about with the travelers. Like, who is this guy? If you've been with him that long, right? You've been with him that long. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you know who he is and what, you know, like people, people don't change that much over the course of, you know what I mean? Like people don't really normally make dramatic, dramatic changes in their life like that. So you knew who he was before this debt. That's probably going to tell you everything. Like, if he was doing it with this much and now it's 500000 eh.
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) I don't know if i like.
1: So what would you do? Would you tell her to go ahead and get married to him or?
0: That is a person by person basis.
1: But what would you say?
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you exactly what I'm saying. Like, if I'm talking to her, like, look, if you feel like you would be okay without any Remor, like remorse and like a calloused heart because now he's brought in $500,000 worth of debt into both of y'all's lives and now both of y'all are responsible for trying to get that number down and and all this stuff if you're personally okay and you like him as a person and enough to do that who am I to tell you not to do that now if you just on the fence because you like the way he look Or, you know, there's a nostalgia there because y'all were together for so long. You got to get out of there (laughs) like fast. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. but if you like she feels like the 500,000 is not that bad compared to the love that they're going to have and the years that they'll spend in marriage. I can't tell that person not to do that because who am I to do that? But if if she can't handle that, like if that 500,000 is always in her mind. Or she always bring it up, like going to bring it up Mm -hmm. to him and like everything that they do, Mm -hmm. she going to bring it back to that. That ain't worth it. Right. Like don't even just y'all be friends or just chunk the deuces and split. He got to handle that. Or give him an ultimatum. Like, hey, I really want to be with you, but this 500,000 is hanging it up. Do something about that Mm -hmm. if you really want to be with me.
1: Yeah. Okay. so. I'm going to start before that. So she said this lady was with the man since high school. They broke up and were apart for a few years. And they rekindled Mm -hmm. and he proposed to her. My thing is, first of all, now, I ain't never had this happen, but I just don't feel like you should be going backwards. So if you break up with me and we break up, that's it. You don't get no second time. And now I'm wondering why you back.
0: Well, you already know it.
1: Uh, What what you coming back for? Because now I feel like you, and especially after I find out about that 500,000, well, you... Well, I just graduated and now here you you trying to get some of my (laughs) Look. (laughs) Don't tell me But that that's what I would be thinking now. I know that may not even be true. He could just genuinely love this woman.
0: And who knows, it could have been like if you're in the wrong business, that could have been one business that racked up five hundred thousand like I don't know, maybe owning trucks. Like if you had four trucks or bought four trucks and then something happened like coronavirus. Boom!
1: Right, and then I mean, depending on how old they are, I mean, we're still young.
0: I mean, she's probably not. she's probably not super old. But that's what
1: I'm saying, like, yeah. we're still young. We don't know a lot of stuff, and so you know, five hundred thousand dollars is a lot. It so is. That just means he plays a big game. Yep. But I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of the same thing that would happen if you were with someone and you thought about getting married to them, but they had like child support.
0: Yeah, that's it's something kind of the to think same about. thing. So
1: it's like, do does your love for that person, like, does it overshadow the the debt that is probably gonna be taking over your finances? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's what she's really gotta think of, just like you said. So, if you're gonna be bringing this up every time we get into an argument, that's why we broke, because you know we gotta pay your debt. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, just just keep that over there.
0: Don't even start it.
1: Or can you can you do like a prenup or, no does that does that work for something like that yeah because i i would do it not even to say like me with my little broke self i could i could see me doing it too
0: uh um, because hundred thousand, like
1: don't get it twisted
0: money. that is a lot
1: okay like this ain't college that this yeah, is like
0: i mean that is a it's lot. like that's so, like
1: garnish your wages if i'm
0: not mistaken i'm pretty sure you can do a prenup in the opposite way because i mean well it's not even opposite like If she has money, then I guess she. that's
1: that's what I want to know. Does she have money? Because the friend says he wants to get married right away.
0: The only the only thing that I would be kind of like stuck on maybe is he like even though you have a prenup, like say she does have money and he's trying to get married real quick because he knows she got money and he got negative (laughs) five hundred (laughs) thousand. Negative five
1: hundred thousand
0: that now becomes her debt if they're married.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. right. So Is I think,
0: he, oh, well, I think at a minimum, maybe if you didn't even sign a prenup, he need to pay, like uh, he need to make sure y'all have a life insurance policy. That's way over that. Like, <laughs> so if something happens, you ain't stuck with that. Like, so
1: that. he's going to cover that. Yeah. it would, And it then min- you get the rest to be able to pay.
0: Yeah. Okay. And keep keep life going. But so that's gotta be a minimum. If you haven't even thought about that, you gotta make sure that happens for I don't sure. Know,
1: five I mean, that's a lot. Like I remember
0: That's ridiculous.
1: I remember back when me and Trey were dating and we were kinda entertaining. I mean, this was like it was like two years before we got married. Mm-hmm. We were entertaining, like being together forever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And Trey had said something to me I can't remember what it was But we were standing on my porch Or my mama's porch And you had said something And I was like You gotta pay that debt Before we get together Because I'm not taking on $12,000 worth I of student loans I
0: feel like I remember that
1: Yeah, he was like What?
0: Yeah that but was, was almost, At the
1: moment At that moment I was very serious
0: And that was almost The end of us Because I was sure. like
1: I don't have no debt
0: hmm Yeah and I mean, look, it just would have been, you know what I'm saying? It would have been it, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, Because the debt was already there. Because
1: it's not like I'm a superficial or I'm here for the money. Yeah. I mean, I still would have loved Trey, but
0: the debt I just was felt, there, so. I, I was
1: like, like me personally, I am so afraid mm-hmm. of debt. Mm-hmm. I'm so afraid. That's probably why it took me so long to go to a university. And probably why <laughs> we ain't bought a house yet. <laughs> But it's just, I don't know, it's just a fear. I don't want to be in debt because I've seen what it can do to people. I don't like folks calling me and hounding me for my money. Just just Big keep facts. it over there because I don't, I don't want that kind of stress.
0: Big facts.
1: Yeah, don't want that kind of stress. So I don't know. I mean, it's up to That's you. That's what I say. But I would definitely not rush into it. Get all the facts. I'm not going to rush into it. And then I would probably evaluate why y'all broke up in the first place. You know, because you don't want that happening again. And then I, I really don't understand. That's just me. Like, what happens if y'all do get divorced? Does that but still become your problem? It does? Well, see, I didn't know that. And that's something to think about. You know, and these days, some women say you don't need paper to validate your love. And, and in this situation, <laughs> I would say... You better love him without the paper in the ring because. I don't know. <laughs> I bet. We ain't in that situation. Nah. But I'm just saying, I would that's definitely real. think about that one long and hard because.
0: Yeah. 500 ain't, ain't a little.
1: That's a big commitment. Big commitment.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, man. We killed this thing. Y'all, we going to go ahead and Listen. Thank y'all so much for listening to How Do You Love Me. If you're new here, we appreciate you. Hope you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. While you're here, subscribe. If you're watching the video, go ahead and like it as well. Pass it on to somebody else. Also, don't forget, we actually would love to hear from you about any topics that you want us to discuss. Or if you just want to have some advice, hit us up. You can send an email to hdylove.me at gmail.com. Or go to your social media IG, DM us at H-D-Y-L-M underscore podcast. Or if that's literally too much work, you are, I just I just want to get this done. Leave a voicemail at 682-231-0848. And if you want to see what's going on as well, always just go to H-D-Y-L-M dot com. Remember. It's always grand gratitude over here. That's high thinking, strong faith, simple living, smart Smart. work. work. All right. Peace.
1: Bye.